femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women. Rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Anastasia Pidlisna. Anastasia is a student at Kiev National Linguistic University in Ukraine, and during the previous year, Anastasia was studying international business, but she realized that it's not the purpose of her life. So now she is studying at another faculty, majoring in Spanish language and literature with a minor in foreign languages and translation because she feels it is her purpose in life to study foreign languages. Anastasia wants to become a philologist and to establish her own language school in the future to teach others, and her hobbies include volunteering, international exchanges, writing, dancing, and blogging. Furthermore, she tutors and prepares students for passing the exam of Ukrainian language and literature, and in 2019, she organized her own offline project for youth called School of Success. Finally, a few weeks ago, she returned from the International Youth Exchange Erasmus Plus in Latvia, where her and others discussed media and social networks. Anastasia, how are you today? Hello, I have great energy today with positive vibes because I have a lot of goals and plans for today. Thank you. I love that. So if I understand correctly, you're a highly motivated person with a lot of goals. Tell me where does that motivation come from and what inspires you? I have a lot of plans for every day. I'm writing these goals in my telephone and I'm just put a tick uh, near the goal that I've achieved for that day. So this inspires me a lot. The goals that I've achieved in the previous time. And uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of my people that are around me inspires me too. It's my motivation every day to have a conversation with them, to have a discussion with them. So this inspires me a lot. I love that. And tell me about the people that you like to have in your life. What characteristics or things do you look for so that you think, yes, these are my people? I love energetic people with uh, high energy in their life. Uh, and I'm an extrovert, so I like uh, the people that are uh, the same as I, extroverts too. And so active persons, it's like, I like it. I really, I adore these people. And I like people that when uh, achieve their goals in life, that have big dreams in their life. So they're inspired by this life and all of uh, all that uh, surround them. So these people really inspire me. I love that. Are you speaking specifically about people who have a lot of passion, who have that fire in their eyes? And for you, do you feel such people are hard to find, they're rare? Or 
do you seem to attract them magnetically and manifest them all the time? I think that the people uh, that are the same as you are magnetically connect with you. And every, everywhere where you want to go, you can meet this person. I think that when I attend all the projects, international, maybe in Ukraine, uh, I can meet these people because of these projects, there is a lot of these people like this with passion, with fire in the eyes. And uh, really, this is the reason why I really adore going to such projects. Thank you. And can you tell me how did you discover that learning languages is your life purpose? What did you feel about international business? Why did you decide not to do it? And what is special and magical about the language learning process and field? Uh, I always have been studying foreign languages, uh, English language. So I've um, uh, passed the exams in English language and then I enrolled to international business. And I was pretty sad because I had a lot of math, a lot of economics, and it's not about me. I like the most the Spanish and English language. Uh, these two subjects was uh, during the program of international business. Uh, so I discovered that these subjects was the most favorite for me. So I decided to take a break and think one minute. And then I decided to make a really brave decision for me to change my faculty and go to the first grade of another university, National Linguistic University in Kyiv. And now I'm really happy because I'm studying philology at all, without math, without economics, only philology, only foreign languages. This is the Spanish, this is my first language, and then English language and translation. I think that it's really my passion of life, and I want to establish my school for uh, children, maybe adults in the future. Uh, so I discovered that this is my passion in life. I love that. And why the Spanish language? Is the culture something you're fascinated with? Is it because people are more warm and open and extrovert like you? Or why the Spanish language? Mm, I don't know why is the Spanish language. Because uh, when I was in the international business, it was some spontaneously that I've appeared of the group of uh, Spanish language learners. And then I've discovered that the Spanish language really, really adored me. Uh, it was really interesting to study the culture of this country. But I I've never been in Spanish. It's my dream to be there. But I want to attend this. I want to live there maybe for a few months, maybe, yeah, or go to some exchange to this country. It's my dream. And I really like the people from these countries, the culture, the traditions, foods, everything, and the language. It's really good and in, for uh, our uh, speaking English, uh, yeah, it's like the... Uh, look like English language, so it's simple to speak as Spanish language for me. So I like this language for these reasons. Thank you. And you mentioned that it was somehow like spontaneous. So are you a spontaneous person? And how can you 
both prepare all the plans in advance and at the same time make such surprise decisions because it seems to be opposite, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty spontaneous person, but of course, I have a lot of goals, a lot of plans in advance, but everything can change in one minute for me. For example, it was like with exchange in Latvia because I've uh, found out that uh, I will be this project, uh, this project uh, after maybe two days uh, before this project and I packed my clothes for five minutes and I found the tickets and went to this project. So it was spontaneous decision too. I saw this person, but I have a lot of plans in advance and I'm balanced between these. I like it. So how does it make you feel when you have those surprise plans? Does it make you feel like you're an adventurer? Does it make you feel excited because you're living with freedom and you're not like a prisoner in any one place? Or what's the feeling of such experiences? Yeah, I adore this feeling because I like some spontaneous uh, decisions. I feel yourself, myself, so energetic, so adventurous with high level of energy every day. And it's like my purpose of life to be with freedom every day, not live the boring life. It's not about me. I love that. Do you think most people are living a boring life? And why do you think they would choose that? Or maybe they're not choosing it? I think that it depends on the person because maybe this boring life, for me, it's not boring life for them. And maybe it's their decision and they like it. It is normal because uh, we're all different. Because maybe I'm an extrovert, but another person is introvert. It is normal for this person to sit at home and be happy. But I'm an extrovert. I like to meet other people and to attend other countries, other cities, other projects. And it's my purpose of life. So everything depends on the person. And for every person, the happiness has different meaning, I think. Thank you. I really, really love that. And so... To ask you again, you said maybe you would go travel and live for a few months in Spain. If you could travel all over the world, is this something interesting for you? Why? And what are some places, cities or countries you would love to go and visit? I'd like to go to France and Spanish for the first time, of course. And then I want to attend uh, some Scandinavian countries. Uh, yeah, because it's really interesting nature there. And of course, I want to attend uh, Japanese and China because it's like another planet, maybe. I've never been there uh, on the east of these um, Asia and I want to attend these because it's really different people there different culture and it's really appreciated to me so I want to attend these countries for the first time and of course the USA it's my big dream New York Times Square and everything about this that's really interesting so are you someone who likes to have new experiences all the time you discover to try new things to do all kinds of new activities and then how is it possible really to study and do the tasks all the time every day because they can become boring if your soul wants new emotions it's pretty hard 
<laughs> be sensor with you because um, I've been rolled to another project, uh, Erasmus Plus, in Turkey. But I refused to go to this project because I have an university classes in October. So it will be pretty hard to combine the project in Turkey and the project in uh, my work studying in uh, Ukrainian language and literature. And it is really hard to combine with university. So I have to maybe combine this, but it's really hard for me right now. So I have to refuse from these projects. I understand. And that's unfortunate. And tell me about your big goal and dream of opening a school for languages. How did you have that dream? How did it begin? And how do you imagine it? Will it be online? Will it be offline? So you meet the people. Like, what is your dream when it comes to this languages school? Oh, this dream appeared maybe six months ago when I've decided uh, to teach the students for passing the exams for Ukrainian uh, language and literature. So I've uh, taken the classes for my students. And I've decided that I really like to teach others. And it's my dream. So I like foreign languages. I like to teach others. So I combined to these desires and I realized that my passion is to teach others and maybe establish my school in the future because I like to work for myself not for others and I want to have my business in the future uh, so it's my dream and uh, maybe this school will be in online format for example because uh, it's really pretty hard in our modern times to have an offline school but maybe who knows maybe I'll establish an offline school if I'd like it but uh, now I have an idea of making an online school for the first time and now I have a blog in Instagram in TikTok and on Telegram too for teaching others for passing the exams in Ukrainian language and literature of course and I've uh, made my own uh, course for Ukrainian language and literature. It was in the summer, and I've donated all of the money from this course to the military forces of Ukraine. So it's really pretty valuable work for me now. I agree. You're very kind, and it's really, really important work. You mentioned that the dream appeared to you as well as you know, when you had some experiences, you can be last minute, pack your bags and go. Do you have a spiritual or metaphysical belief that makes you feel the world is positive, everything is happening for a good reason, and that um, it's your destiny to feel and explore and follow the flow of emotions? Or what do you believe or think about reality, the metaphysical world, and the spiritual thought about your life, your destiny, etc. I think that this world has some um, positive and negative aspects of our life, but it depends on us on what we should pay attention in our life. And I think that everything that is happening in our life, it's for a good reason. It's uh, about something big in my life, some big dream, big passion. It leads me to this. And I'm really, I always believe in this. So everything that bad happened in my life, 
I really believe that it's for a good reason. And this really support, this thought is really supporting me in these hard times. So I believe in the destiny. I believe in such big goal in my life. And it really supports me when hard times is coming to me. Thank you. And yes, right now is hard times and we will speak about that. But first, how is your daily schedule? How do you keep yourself both productive and take care of your mental health so that you're not too stressed or depressed or affected by negativity? What do you do to feel good and to forget all troubles? I like uh, have a conversation with my best friends. Is the, it's the best supporter in my life. Of course, I like some uh, watching the films, reading books, of course, and maybe only drink tea during the day. But I don't have a lot of uh, sleeping time now because I really work a lot these days. It's pretty hard to combine all of the work that I have to do during my day. Uh, so it really supports me, conversation with other people. I like that. You're such a true extrovert. And can you tell me about February 24th, the invasion? How was that day for you? How did you hear that the war started in that day? Did you hear some bombs? How did you feel? Did someone tell you the news? Tell me the story of that day. Uh, my homelet is uh, Khmelnytsky. It's on the western Ukraine. And uh, I'm studying in Kyiv, the capital of Ukraine. So I was in Kyiv from in dormitory with my friends during the 24th of February. And at that day, I planned to have a party with my friends. But I woke up at 7 a.m. It was pretty early for me at that time. And the main person in the dormitory told me that I have to pack uh, all my clothes because the war has uh, started. And uh, it was the fastest packing my clothes in my life. I've packed all my clothes. And then we went to the basement um, under the institute that was near my dormitory. And we've spent the night uh, from 24th to 25th of February in this basement. And we were lying at the floor and we didn't know what's happening outside. Um, we've just reading the news about what is happening around the capital of Ukraine, Kyiv. My friends uh, texted me that they uh, heard a lot of explosions near them. It was pretty scary because I was in the capital and everything can happen and we don't know what to do. But my brother lives in Kyiv too and he was in, the, in Kyiv too at that day. So we decided with my brother to evacuate from the Kyiv. It was pretty scary because I go outside at the street and I've seen that there is no cars. It's like no people outside and and the train station was really overcrowded. A lot of people are was uh, were evacuated from the capital and we've um, went to the western Ukraine to our homeland Khmelnytsky to our family to our parents on the train and I heard my first uh, air alarm during this trip from Kyiv to Khmelnytsky. It was 
so scary so scary and then um my first explosion i heard in march when i was in Khmelnytsky. in Khmelnytsky we had an explosion and then i returned to kiev in june for one more time i was crying when i've seen this city kiev i really adore this city so much when i see these before the first time after I've um, go out from there, I was just crying because I didn't expect that I would turn to this place for one more time. So I was so happy. And I've spent one month this summer in Kyiv with my friends, with students, and I was pretty happy. But in 26th of June, I heard uh, four explosions outside near my dormitory one more time. And it was so scary, so scary. So I, I've put the flag of Ukraine on my shoulders. It's like a protector for me, supporter of my mental health <laughs> for me always. Uh, so just use this flag and it really will be more simple to uh, over life all of this that happened for me these explosions and now we are living in this reality that we have every day uh, the air alarms and um, we don't know maybe in what place uh, will be explosion for the next time so we don't know we'll be alive uh, for tomorrow uh, but I understand that uh, if all of the Ukrainians will be make some um, <laughs> some good decisions every day and act for our victory, donate to our army, and uh, support the economy of our Ukraine, we will defeat. Uh, we will defend our freedom, of course, and we will have a victory in the future because of this. So I have my I feel my responsibility for it. And I'm taking action every day for support our army, our economy, our people, for making um, our country better for the future. So it's my story. Thank you so much, Anastasia. Honestly, this was truly deep and truly important. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Heroyam Slava. Thank you again. I wish you all the success. I wish you to complete all the tasks you're excited about. And thank you for participating in this project. Thank you for making such really interesting and good projects for self-development. Thank you so much for this recording. Mm-hmm.